You're listening to the Three Pixels Tech, Gaming and Movie Podcast, brought to you by Alan Taylor, Martin Gregory and me, Ben Ridley. So in 1983, Nintendo Entertainment System was released, introducing a technological marvel that hooked an entire generation of gamers. Will you be the one to witness the birth of the incredible Nintendo Entertainment System? The one to play with Rob, the extraordinary video robot, batteries not included. He helps you tackle even the toughest challenge. Will you be the first to raise the incredibly accurate Zapper and play games like Duck Hunt or action-packed Hogan's Alley and high-flying Kung Fu, each sold separately? As we all know, technology moves on and progresses. And with video games, everyone knows what makes a good video game good story, emotion with a character, something that has a bit of replayability. But none of them really cover the technological aspect of it all. It's all about immersion now, people getting immersed into the game and escaping their their normal day-to-day life as a hero, as a villain, a race car driver, you name it, there's a game out there for it. So what do I mean by this? Some scenarios that could be replacing the screen in the near future are headsets. We've seen a lot of VR come out, like the Oculus Rift, for example. There's nothing more immersive than just having it around your eyes, blocked out the vision of everything around you. If you have a cat or a dog who's jumping up and down, you can sort of block that out of your eyes. It takes away that that sense and, and puts you straight in the game. As well as glasses, normal pair, day-to-day glasses just with screens, almost go back to the Google Glass, as well as projections, which I've always thought would be the next thing. Around the mid-noughties, they were talking about this. I remember as a kid growing up at secondary school, they were talking about projections. All I can think is on Star Wars Episode Four. you know, when they're playing that strange monster game on, on the Millennium Falcon. But PS4 is now old, as well as the Xbox One. They've been out for a long time now. I just want to get your thoughts on, on this immersive technology that we're going on. Alan, are you one for the traditional screen or are you someone who wants a VR headset? Are you someone who you feel like you could get more immersed? I think the game needs to be built for the thing it's on. Okay, yeah. If you've got a game that's been built for projection or for VR or for a flat screen, then that's the perfect thing for it to be built on. There are plenty of VR games, you know, just they've taken old games and put them on VR that are awful because of it. There are dumb physics simulators that are barely games, but they're fun because they're interactive in the VR setting, right? The best DS games, Nintendo DS games, you know, with the two screens. Yes, of course, yeah. Were the ones that used both screens. Yes. Right? Absolutely. Like uh, your Pokemons, your Professor Layton's, that sort of stuff. If you're using the technology to its full advantage, then you're going to get the best out of it. I am definitely an advocate for VR I was a fan of it the first time I tried the Oculus in the early days when Oculus was still fairly new. People didn't know a lot about it. There wasn't a lot of games. And just the concept alone and trying it, being in my own world in this game, the graphics weren't even the best. I just loved it from that moment. And yeah, gaming for me and for a lot of people is all about escapism. It's all about getting out of the day-to-day dull world that you're in full of headlines that depress you full of you know general rubbish that you have to deal with people you have to deal with and it's just nice to be able to go okay this is my time to do something that's just gonna completely take me away and out of this and give me an experience and if VR can deliver a good experience and a lot of this is down to the games themselves as 
People say time and time again, if you make the games, people will come. If, if, if a platform has good games, people will come for those games. People go to Nintendo platforms for the Nintendo games. People go to the PlayStation for Uncharted and for The Last of Us. People go to Xbox for Halo and, and Call of Duty once upon a time. But the point is, yes, if the experience is good, 100% down for it. There are a lot of mediocre experiences. I think any virtual reality or any augmented reality that relies off a phone isn't good enough. I think for me personally, I want the proper experience and experiencing properly. And that, to be honest, that's just probably the way I am because if I want to watch cinema, I like to enjoy cinema properly. I like to be immersed in that. So yes, only if the experience is good. Alan, you look like you're going to burst. Go, go, <laughs> go for it. I mean, listen, you don't need to put on a VR headset to be immersed. The story and the gameplay are the two most important things. If you don't have those, you have nothing. It's, it's the same with everything. If a book, text, words on a page are good enough, you will be immersed in that and just completely not see anything anyway. If the movie's good enough, if an old Game Boy game is good enough, you're not going to see anything else. You're going to be completely immersed. I think the game makes it immersive. I don't think putting on a headset and having your cat and dog jumping up and starving to death because you've got <laughs> no vision or anything is going to do it. But I'm talking about taking that to the next level. As I said, the games still have to be good to make it worthwhile. So yeah, but of course. But, but giving but giving people the tool, the, the the great storytellers and the great game developers the tool to take their story to the next level and tell the story in the ways that they want to tell it, in the way that they want to bring it to you, and giving them those options to go, this is how I vision this story to be told. Then I think that's a really positive thing. Yeah, giving them the option to do it is fine. I'll be quite honest. It does annoy when people say, oh, what's the game like? You talk about it, you talk about like, synopsis. And they said, what are the graphics like? It doesn't really matter. I could go back on the, the original Mario games. I could go on stuff like Street Racer. I could go on the old Kingdom Hearts on the PS2. Things that, you know, are quite outdated by today's standard. When we're um, operating at like, stuff like 4K output and stuff like this. But I'd still be immersed because to me, graphics don't really matter. But I, I definitely hear what Ben is saying. I think with like the VR headset, with projections or glasses or whatever it may be, it is definitely a different way to tell a story that might even be old now. Where do you think the future's going? I think VR is at the moment. You think it's going to I definitely think it's going to be again. VR. I think it sort of fell by the wayside in the last two years. When it first got announced, like the big YouTubers, like your Markiplier's, like your PewDiePie's, you know, real juggernauts of YouTube, they all had like their VR headsets and... They started, get, they started buying them. And now you don't really see much VR games that are really high profile. Like I remember there was the Planet of the Apes game that came out not too long ago, but the mechanics on it were so broken. There's a guy who I, I love to watch called Critical, and he did one, and he was talking about how motion sick it felt. It, felt, it just said it just completely took you out. I think he played like seven minutes of it and just went, I've had enough. And you were saying that having mobile phones as VR isn't good enough, right? But at the price point these VR machines are, they're not going to get to people's hands. No one's going to invest that money in the kit itself and the PC powerful enough to PSVR, run them. PSVR. Yeah, but how much is that? It's not that expensive, really. Yeah, you know what, for VR, it's not that you expensive. You know what I already have? What? A phone. 
But okay, but here's the thing. If you can get it onto phones, people can put those on their faces and on those masks, you can prove the concept, which then will give developers the confidence to put money into it. But it hasn't happened, has it? There's been so much marketing behind them. Yeah, because everyone's seeing like the price, the prices of these things. No, but even the mobile ones, Samsung have pushed hard on their headset. They gave them away with their phones. They, they did a lot of marketing. They set up, you've been on one, they set up experiences in shopping centers to, to show people what they could do with VR. But all they ever do with it and all the people ever release on it are the roller coaster type things or the, these little experiences. Deep sea diving. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Google, Google's put a ton of money into their VR stuff. You can get Google headsets for their phones with a remote as well. And I've played some experience on those and those have been fairly good, actually. There was a Fantastic Beast ones I did that was really good. And there was one that was like a, a dinosaur type one and one you could just walk around a museum and just look at exhibits and stuff. And those, yeah, they were fairly good experiences. But okay, I'm not much of a casual phone gamer. I, I like playing on a console of some sort. That's just me personally. So I'm talking from my experience. I know people might have different views on it. But when you're playing on a phone, generally in most places, normally playing in an environment where you could still be distracted by something else. A lot of people don't plug headsets in or they're not in a, a room that they might know very well. With phones, I think it's a very awkward thing because in a lot of places where phones are good because you can possibly take them with you are not places where it's good to put a headset on your face and start moving away and waving your arms around. Yeah, but Martin just said you saw VR as the future, right? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, it's not going to be unless it becomes more accessible. And that's either getting on phones or making these devices much more affordable. I think the PSVR has really helped. You know, you can get a PSVR headset for £250, something yes, like can, that. Yeah. You might want a little extra accessories to help you, some extra controllers, but that's up to you. That's that's up to you to add. You might want the PS4 Pro to make it even better. But those, yeah, again, it's modular. You can add those if you want, or you know, you can still get a decent experience. I haven't bought one because, yet again, it's the games. There's been talks of what could be good games, but there hasn't been actually any hard proof yet. I can 100% see the future of VR being in education, medicine, all these other vocations, social, even social things. Mm. But I think that needs to happen first before it goes into video games. Yeah. I, but I mean, even, yeah. but the thing is, it'll be hospitals buying it, it'll be schools buying it, universities buying it. I don't know if average person will be able to afford them. I can see this falling on the wayside here for one reason. And that is the price. And I guess a second reason is the accessibility of it. I think it definitely is the future, as long as people buy it and have an incentive to buy. I've seen very little only VR headset games. You know, you've got to give me more than just, oh, here's, here's a few here, or this is something we just threw together. But overall, I just want to end it there. What do you guys think? I'd be really interested to hear what you believe will be the future. Maybe I'm dead wrong. Maybe it's something completely different. Maybe you are the controller, your entire body. You know, like Just Dance was or Connect. The Connect is the future of video games. Yeah, it could be. You never know. You Microsoft never know. couldn't even give that away with a console. Uh, you know, they stopped I know. producing them now. Yes, they have. Thank God. Thank God they have stopped. He's the epitome of evil. And he's on the prowl in the third dimension. It's Wario. The diabolical one has gone 3D, where evil runs deep and danger comes out of nowhere in the most incredible adventure ever seen on Virtual Boy. It's Wario Land, a 3D game for a 3D world. Wait till they get a load of me! <laughs> yeah. 
You've been listening to the Three Pixels podcast, a production by Alan Taylor, Martin Gregory, and me, Ben Ridley. Music provided by Epidemic Sound. With that, thank you for listening. We'll see you next time. Good night. <laughs>